0: Listening to the Rizzolian Isles podcast. I'm your amazing host, Amanda.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> I've just changed the title now. Yes. And I'm the okay co host, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> You're like, and I agree. <laughs> <laughs> because without me, you'd be talking to yourself. In this episode we're gonna be talking about season four episode six somebody's watching me I always feel like somebody's watching me <laughs> and I ain't got no privacy.
1: oh ho ho is that a Michael Jackson song? well Michael Jackson is singing the course, but I think the name of the person is his name Rockwell or I don't know basically this guy was a one hit wonder Bunny. My hey so high. No. Okay. So let's talk about this episode. It, it was, was
0: a, it was okay. It not was bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a- I mean, there was no Casey, so I really can't
1: complain. Once again, the premiere is the worst episode so far.
0: Yeah. This one felt like season two ish. It did. You know, not a storyline that we really care about. Nothing really as far as character development or anything relative to, like, the longer season progression of gonna happen towards the finale type thing. It was a filler. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Almost like the TJ episode, though the TJ episode gave us some actual substance as far as Rizzoli and Isles.
1: (laughs) Right. I guess I felt like there's so much intense that happened the last two episodes that we have to... Dial it back a bit. Yeah, calm you guys down, you know. We want you guys to survive. We can't just keep getting your heart attacks every week. No, No,
0: I could do that. I could deal with that. (laughs) Hey, TNT, we know drama. There wasn't much drama in this episode.
1: Or any. like you said in previous episodes, you were happy that TNT redid the schedule. Mm-hmm. This episode would have been after TJ, so it would have been two back-to-back.
0: Yeah, th- and you know what? I could have done with, well, if we hadn't already seen that Frankie was going to be working with Homicide, but I could have done with actually, you know, the TJ episode, this episode, and then the more intense episodes.
1: The crime, I totally called it. I totally called it. it was. It's always the first person in the scene. Who's oh. ever in the scene oh when they were probably by the crime scene or anything, that person killed that person. Right. So once I saw him, I'm like, he did it.
0: (laughs) I'll be honest, I was thrown off a bit. After I saw the guy you know, sitting there talking with the police and being like, what's going on? I have to get to work. I thought about him for a second. And then when the guy showed up with with the lemonade, he was the red herring or whatever, I was like, maybe it's him. (laughs) Because that was kind of awkward. I thought it
1: was either him too. But then I was like, is either the neighbor or the guy in the suit. Why would you go to a crime scene with Lemonade? I was like, yeah, this you is just wouldn't. weird. I was like, oh, what did he do? And he just basically <laughs> stole stuff and sold it on eBay.
0: Yeah, he was just stealing stuff from the old guy.
1: I don't know why Tommy was in this episode.
0: Yeah, that was kind of unusual. I guess just because Tommy's an idiot, and he'd be the only one that would talk about Jane in an interview like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a typical young brother getting back at his big sis.
0: I love that Jane kicked him out, though, right after he did that. Yeah. She was like, get out.
1: Get out! Get out! And she's like, it doesn't matter, because in five minutes I have to get my stuff and go sleep by Mara. <laughs> I have no water.
0: And what do you think about the whole apartment, condo, like, what?
1: Well, it was an apartment. Uh-huh. And I guess the owner of that building left or sold it or something, and now they're condos.
0: Yeah, but the guy was talking about the people in the apartments get first priority.
1: Is it something like if you have a condo, you have more ownership than if you have it as an apartment?
0: I guess? I don't know. I've never bought anything. I've always just rented, so...
1: So maybe that's what she did. Maybe she felt like she's been there for so long. Oh,
0: okay. Well, they were were talking about how all of her money's in the condo, so... Uh,
1: How much does a detective make?
0: Probably not that much.
1: Yeah, especially living in Boston.
0: Maybe she makes 40 grand a year.
1: The way the people were trying to get the condo to expand, I was like... He really planned this out to the point where there's a video and there's this. And I was just like, what? I couldn't think of anything else to help.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was way too elaborate. And, like, they were going to sue Jane for the condo. And, I mean, it gave up some funny stuff. Yeah,
1: because like, I whole... felt so bad for Jane. I'm like, this is probably the worst day <laughs> anybody can ever have.
0: I know, I know. I was feeling the same way, too, when she spilled the coffee, and I was like, I was like, well, she did do that little dance there. I was expecting the coffee to get spilled.
1: When the coffee scene happened, the first thing I thought about, I was like, oh my god, Liv on Twitter is probably flipping the fuck out.
0: Why? Because of the smell of coffee? She's
1: like, ah, all the goodness is gone. I even tweeted her, It's like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> it went from, because I'm guessing they cut off the water too. So they were trying to thinking of ways like, well, maybe if we make the apartment unlivable,
0: mm-hmm. she would
1: want to move out. And so I guess that's what they've been trying to do, cut off the water, or that... Yucky stuff would come out, it was disgusting. Then I thought, okay, well, then if we do this, a coffee thing. So it was just the water, then it was the coffee, and then people were teased out at work, and there was a video on YouTube, and then they dubsteped it, and then, and then the whole city of Boston saw it. So they didn't want to even be by her, and they were like, oh, you're mean. And then she just yeah, I sued. find
0: it extremely hard to believe that the old lady walking the dog even knows
1: what YouTube is. Or the internet. Yeah.
0: She's probably still working on a gateway from 2002 with XP on it, and <laughs> it takes five minutes to even turn on.
1: It was on the news, and all that happened within 24 hours. Yeah, that that's terrible.
0: It was pretty bad.
1: And she didn't shower that whole day. She just wanted to take a shower. That's the only thing she wanted. Mm-hmm. Something so simple as taking a shower just ruined everything for her. So mm-hmm. though every single time she was on the screen, I'm like, I just want to give you a hug. And like, you have the worst day ever. Well, it's really weird that
0: she was served papers, too, within that 24 hours. I mean, oh, they
1: already typed it up. Oh, they had? Yeah, that's what when Corsac and Angela was talking. He said, yeah, this was really prepared in a short oh. span of time. And he's like, because they prepared it days in advance. Speaking Mm -hmm. of, can we talk briefly about that Corsac angela scene? So what are the writers doing now? Because Angela is with Kavanaugh, right? I guess. And so Corsak comes by, they have a drink, and I'm thinking, are they trying to set them up too? I don't know. No, I didn't
0: see it that way. I felt it was just platonic.
1: That'd be funny if she cheats.
0: Uh, no, it would not be, because then Kavanaugh's gonna take it out on Jane. Oh, uh, true. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> but drama. But at the same time, I'm also thinking, like, why would she talk to Corsack and not her boyfriend? Like her boyfriend could have the exact same answer Corsak had.
0: Well maybe because Corsak might be more likely to talk about it than Kavanaugh. Well it was when they thought that it was the police department was going to have to cover her expenses and stuff right? Because she supposedly was on clock and stuff.
1: Okay so Frost and Frankie were like teenage boys throughout this whole episode.
0: (laughs) I know I loved it. I loved that they were together like that and just geeking out and being silly. With the EMP gun oh my god. they took out the radios in
1: the car, <laughs> and they were just like, "No, uh, that's just that happens all the time. You're totally good." And they were t- and once again, "Can they ever find a girl that they both don't like?"
0: Um, here's the thing. I don't think Frost really likes her, likes her like that. I think he's just trying to make it harder on Frankie. That's what I was getting. The feeling was that Frost was just messing with Frankie and trying to make it seem like Frankie had some competition.
1: I don't think we're gonna see her again, ever.
0: Man, if we don't, I'm gonna be so mad.
1: Because I was like, is she gonna date one of them? But I think some other people were commenting like, I have a feeling maybe she's not interested in neither of them, or she's gay, or she's taken, or married, or something. <laughs> I was like, and so I thought there was gonna be another scene, but there wasn't. So I was like, oh. Okay. But she's so
0: cute! I thought she was kind of adorable with the whole <laughs> thinking she did that to the radio.
1: Frosty, just going around, just playing with all the toys they found in the basement. It was
0: yeah, that was cute. Especially when they were like, they were skyping or whatever with Jane, and he was talking about the robot, and then what did Frost, was it a bunny rabbit or something?
1: It was like a stuffed bunny rabbit or a bear or something. Yeah. <laughs> and they did the video. Mara's face is like, wait, how? And then Jane's like, wait, how did they know about it? They said, go on YouTube, so you go on YouTube, they're like, search mean Jane detective for something. And then before she searched, she just looked at Mara, Mara just looked at Jane, like, oh shit. And that's when the video comes up. Okay, so last week, Jane was comforting Mara, and it seems like this week... It was Mara's turn. She was such a good girlfriend.
0: She was. She even gave her her coffee.
1: If that's not love, I don't that know That is there's...
0: love. No, that is some love.
1: That is some <laughs> hardcore love.
0: Oh, show. There's a gif now that's talking about Jane throwing her coffee, and she's like, I threw my coffee for you, which is a play on Orange is the New Black. <laughs> yeah. When Crazy Eyes is like, this is my wife. And then she throws her pie at Alex and is like, I threw my pie for you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> did Jane get a flat tire or was that a joke? I don't, I don't know. I think
0: she got a flat tire. If she
1: did, that's just horrible. But
0: <laughs> just great that's waiting. a really
1: bad day. Yeah. <laughs> and so apparently Marv double-parked and was waiting for Jane because like, Jane was taking forever. Mm-hmm. Jane could have time to shower because the water doesn't work and all that. There was a part where I'm like, I don't know if maybe Sasha has a hard time saying this word, because I had to really re-watch it to make sure this is right and I've everyone's on top of was talking about it. Jane was like, Can you give me a few sex seconds? Like give mm-hmm. me a few seconds. She said the abbreviated version of it. And Mara said, I gave you twelve thousand seconds. <laughs> But the way uh-huh. she said it, it made it, Sasha said it like, I gave you 12,000 sex.
0: <laughs> She's, really? Yeah. i <laughs> kid you you. Huh. I guess in my mind, it just automatically converted it to seconds. I didn't realize she said sex.
1: <laughs> so I had to be like, oh? Huh? I was just <laughs> like, you gave 12,000 times? Damn, that's one." Uh, that's nights. a lot of sex. <laughs> that's a lot of sex. Even if they had sex every day that's for
0: a year, bad. that's only 365. <laughs> Shit. Maybe she's counting orgasms. Maybe she's counting twelve thousand orgasms.
1: Right. And I had to like really pause because I knew she meant seconds, and I was like, well, maybe because there's certain words that some people would just have a hard time saying, and maybe that is Sasha's word. And if I was a director, I'm like, no, try it again. It sounds like. Seconds. <laughs> and she's probably like, I'm saying it right. I know I'm saying it right. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> Rewatch it again. I it was. I could have sworn, I was just like, did she just say 12,006? Wait, okay, hold
0: on, I want to do some math here. They've been friends for what, (laughs) four years? Five years? More than
1: that. I would say seven. Okay, okay.
0: Wait, seven? No! Because we've determined that they knew each other for about a year before season one. So that's five years.
1: Okay, five.
0: Alright, that's 1,825 days. (laughs) (laughs) That would be 6.57 orgasms a day. (laughs) A lot of orgasms.
1: <laughs> the Mathematics by Amanda.
0: was <laughs> no style. The more you know.
1: <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I thought I was the only one that noticed that, and then I went on Tumblr and everyone's like, did she say sex or sex? <laughs> and then they mentioned the whole staring at the boobs thing, because men stare at boobs, at least, what? Yeah. And while Mara is saying that, she's staring at Jane's boobs.
0: She d- is? Yeah. How did
1: I miss this? Oh my god. There was a lot of touching too. So like I said, the coffee scene gave her the coffee. So indirectly, they sort of kissed. Mara drank her coffee, and then she gave Jane the coffee, and then Jane mm-hmm. drinks Mara's coffee. I'm just saying five points of a Rizzle's kiss. <laughs> I do And uh, the scene where they watched the video at the end, like, well, not at the end, but the first video in the morgue scene, Mara just touched her shoulder. It was so sweet. She's like, oh, you're having such a bad day. <laughs> and when it we went back to the apartment and they saw that Tommy interviewed them and they found out that the water's still not working, Mara's like, that's okay, you can stay in my place. Well, didn't she take a shower at Morris anyway? Yeah. And I think she'd spend the night. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be
0: surprised. Then <laughs> the yoga room scene. Yeah, when she's on the ball. Oh, that was so
1: cute. She's like, Mara, I would love to take a deep breath, but you're vibrating. <laughs> that was a really cute scene in their pajamas. I just felt like that's just their norm, just working out in the yoga room for bed.
0: So I'm guessing the yoga room is now going to take place over them spending time in each other's beds, because they're like, guys, we need something a little less gay. But that doesn't really work, because yoga is pretty gay.
1: Recall an episode where Corsack's like he was going back to his ex, the one with the son, mm, and he okay. was doing yoga. And Jane's like, "Oh, that's pretty serious. You're doing yoga for her?" <laughs> yeah, Jane. Uh-huh. Seems pretty serious, huh?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Showering at one's place. Well, they were getting the lawyer, and Mara's like, "I'll pay." She was just such a good girlfriend. She videotaped Jane secretly, and then she put it on her YouTube page to show how great Jane is.
0: I know. (laughs) And Jane's like, it's only got 11 views.
1: (laughs) Well, the Europeans, they don't count yet. You know, they didn't watch it yet. It was nighttime, so it was pretty early in the morning.
0: Which, by the way, most of the time shit gets blocked by the European censors, so... (laughs) There's no way it could have been the Europeans anyway.
1: She was just trying to make her girlfriend happy.
0: <laughs> I guess she was.
1: So, it was so cute. Like, Mara's just, she was so great. She was very great. And I liked the part where they were, had the coffee cups as a joke, and they put it on Jane's desk, and Jane drank them anyway. She's like, thanks for coffee. One of the coffee cups is Mara. Like, everyone knows. Right? <laughs> department. Oh, my God, that's so cute. They know, like, if you have a Jane cup, you gotta have a Mara cup. Oh, that's how you And then lastly, the <sighs> rapping at the end. Yes, the rapping. Bish. <laughs> <laughs> and Mara's like, I can rap. <believable noise> She's like, no, that's spitting. That's spitting, Mara. That's spitting. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I will teach her how to beatbox. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, you do that. Alright, let's talk about this theory. Yeah, fucking finally, with this damn theory. But she was like, dude, I have this theory, but I can't tell you because I don't want you to... Why couldn't you tell me? I was like,
1: I want to wait till we do the podcast so I can hear your reaction.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. So I had to wait all week to hear this fucking theory.
1: And I told her Sunday, and today's Thursday. <laughs> I know, I'm a horrible, horrible person.
0: Yes, you are. It's like saying, I got your Christmas present, but you can't find out what it is.
1: Until next Christmas.
0: Right. That's like saying I bought your Christmas present in January. (laughs) (laughs) And 12 months later.
1: You're going to find out what it is. What?
0: I hate people that do that. I would just be like, don't tell me because it's gonna drive me batshit crazy, okay? It's like surprises. Like, don't tell me if you got me a surprise. I don't wanna fucking know until you have it in my hand.
1: So I read this amazing theory Saturday or last Friday? Mm-hmm. I was just like, whoa. I read this theory, it's on Tumblr. I'm gonna give the person's credit. Her name is Kelly Stark, S T A R G. dot gtumblrcom Basically, the summary of it, She talks about Caitlyn's father, Mm -hmm. and when I read this, it's a two-part theory. This is hers, and then I have mine.
0: Oh my God! You think what's her? What's (laughs) with actually Caitlyn's father? Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I won't interrupt. Continue. Okay.
1: So remember last episode when Patty Doyle did that whole fire thing, and this was 1993, right? Mm -hmm. Well, Caitlyn is 19 years old. So her theory is when Hope and Patty met. In 1993, they did it, and Caitlyn got conceived nine months later, 19, which is totally possible because I think if I'm correct from March, nine from, so, it's January? Nine months from March would be December,
0: depending about, on when
1: she had it. What about late, late March? Okay, could possibly be January. Yeah, like the first week of January, which makes sense because then she'll be 19 years old. If she's born in 1994. So their theory is that Patty is Caitlyn's father, and I oh. was like, like, my mind <laughs> just exploded because I'm like, that would be an amazing storyline, and it kind of also makes sense why they brought Caitlyn back this season. Well, not just that, but the kidney thing. Her father was not a match. Oh, I see what you're saying. But her mom wasn't a match either. Which that could be possible too. But Mara was. Maybe because of half of Mara's DNA with Patty, I don't know, but it would be interesting to see, like, if Patty Doyle is a match. That would have been, like, when I read that theory, and I was like, if Janet does this shit, I would literally fly to California, knock on her door, hug her, bake her food. (laughs) Like, cook and bake, and I can't do majority of that. Walk her dogs, babysit if she has kids, I would treat her like a fucking queen, because that... (laughs) Would <laughs> be amazing storyline, and this is where I go to my theories. So in the premiere, the end of the episode, they were at the motorcycle thing, and Jane's like, "Thank God I don't have a sister," and Mara's like, "It's not like Caitlin's gonna shoot me," which made me think of this: what if Caitlin finds out? Maybe something happens in school. She has up going through a tough time. She finds out her real father is actually Patty Doyle, and since most likely in, of course, I think of the mob family as a monarchy. <laughs> like, Maura's next in line, but she decides not to. Yeah, I went King's speech to this shit. So the next in line would be Kaylin. And Caitlin decides, hey, let me be next in line with this mobster thing. That,
0: my friend,
1: would be a great story.
0: Nah, I don't think so. I don't think it's gonna happen. There's no way Kaylin goes from being this super sweet thank you for giving me your kidney to all of a sudden being a power hungry wannabe mobster's daughter? No. I'm sorry to rain on your parade, but that's not going to happen. Now the Patty Doyle and Kaylin possibly being Patty's daughter, that would be phenomenal. I would fucking love to see that. And I would believe that because we still haven't met who supposedly Caitlin's father is.
1: Oh my God, dude. Remember when Hope and the father got divorced or something? What if Caitlin thinks it's some other reason what if the real reason is that he found out that that's not his kid? Maybe. And then he found out who the father is.
0: No, I don't think so, honestly, because I'm sure Kaylin probably still sees her dad, because they haven't said, you know, oh, he doesn't want to see her or anything like that. But.
1: Or like, hopes, like, we'll keep it a secret, and then he still feels like, you know, it's not mine type of thing. But can't
0: No, maybe he hope. knew she wasn't his, but I doubt he knew who her father was.
1: And I also thought about this too. This would be such an interesting way of this to go. You have Patty Doyle who lied to Hope about Mara being alive. And now you have Hope lied to Patty that he has another kid. That would be so funny to me. They both lied. Yeah, that's true. So Kelly from Tumblr, you have an amazing theory, and I hope to God that that is true, because that will be phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's your R P? My my gaydarping? I will have to say, even though Mara was a good girlfriend, I would say just friends, because like, yes, they did a lot of you know, the whole video Jane thing, but it was a decent episode, and it was okay. So I would just say Just Friends.
0: Yep, I would pick Just Friends as well. I've only had Just Friends, I think, this entire season so yeah. far.
1: It's, it's, I'm getting kind of worried, because, like, what if they do do 12,000 sex? You'd be like, nah, it's just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they have six and a half orgasms a day. What? The, how do they you have, you get have six a and a half? How <laughs> do you get a half? <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, nothing. <laughs> like, I mean, nothing. the only thing I can guess is Maura has an orgasm and Jane's just like, I'm good. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so they split up the six? <laughs> Wait, <don't>... Right, right. <laughs> well, well, Maura did say, I gave you... 12,000 orgasms.
1: <laughs> so it's like, did you three per person? And then no, like, not three person per did... person. It's all six and a half for Jane's. <laughs> <laughs> so if Jane has six, Mara has one. No.
0: <laughs> no. If Jane has six, Mara has the half. <laughs> Mara has the
1: half. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> trying not to laugh, but it's really funny.
0: <laughs> it's pretty great. Oh. It kind of makes you think of Orange Is the New Black when she's talking to Polly, and <laughs> she's like, "I had seven orgasms last night," <laughs> and she's like, "Well, that's just excessive." <laughs>
1: <laughs> she got the whole the rest of the half. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh god. The sixth, I don't know. Maybe the half is where they just cuddle. <laughs>
1: Clothes on something. <laughs> I'm gonna Okay. Oh god. <laughs> 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 Lastly, a fan, Here for Rizzles, the number four, Here for Rizzles. She made an amazing mix song. From the previous episode, well, the episode we're talking about now. It's so good. I heard it last night, and I was like, I need to ask her if we could play it on the podcast. And she said we have permission to. So do you want to play it? Yes. Yes.
0: I would love to hear it.
1: So instead of our the end of our regular theme ending, we usually do, we're going to play her mix song. 'Cause it's so amazing and mm-hmm. so great. And thanks again for letting us using it.
0: That's all for this episode. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at the Randy Podcast. Also visit our blog at the where you can comment and email. Thank you for listening.
1: And this case is closed.
0: Maybe we need to spice it up, add a little music. Yeah. Just take a deep breath and that was good. That was good. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's it. That was good. bitch. That was good. I can rap for you. <ographics seeing> It's episode five, right? No. Wait, six? Six? Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, dude. I just turned my calculator sideways on my phone and it turned into a graphing calculator.
1: Oh my god.
0: Like, I even got, like, the sine, cosine, and tangent buttons. Oh my god, I never knew that! It went from, like, a regular calculator
1: to graphing. And this is when everyone knows that we're such nerds.
0: (laughs) We are. I can totally write
1: boobs now. (laughs) Upside down. (laughs) I saw a picture of a cake that looked like the Earth, the planet Earth. So they had like the blue and they had the continents. When you take a slice out of it, the inside was the color of the cores. (gasps) Dude, I flipped my shit. I was like I want that cake! I want that cake! It was so... <laughs> I was like, oh my god, look, this is the core, this is the inner core, the outer core, the crust. It was just... it was <laughs> so great, and I geeked out. Like, other people like, oh, we want this Louis Vuitton thing. No. no. But I like that earth cake with the core. I think that's amazing.
0: After <laughs> with you, me you right there.
1: Yeah, like, and can you also give me the Bill Nye, the Science Guy DVD set? <laughs>